Welcome to the Stars Autism Podcast, a web series dedicated to featuring key individuals that are making a difference in both their business and their community. And now, here's your host, the founder of Stars Autism, Egli Nunez. Hi, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. We're really excited for our second segment today. I'm here with Ms. Jamie from Time to Be You. We're really excited because not only is she the owner of this amazing company that talks about nutrition and really expanding our mind on what food, that food is power, but she's one of my parents here at the school. Yay! So I'm really happy because we really get to collaborate together and talk about the importance of nutrition. Yes. So one of the things that we're going to be covering today, uh, which is why we're here, is because of our children, right? We're here to talk about how to help our children that are picky eaters. And as moms, we know that our children can be a little difficult when it comes time to eat, especially if they're picky eaters. Yes. So we're going to be talking about that today and how to get them to understand the importance of food, nutrition, and how to get them to actually eat it, right? Exactly. So I'm pretty sure a lot of the moms are like, oh, I've tried this, I've tried that, um, and it doesn't work. But Ms. Jamie has an idea, and it's actually worked really great with our kids. So we're going to be teaching you guys today how to do this. So log in, make sure that you guys are sharing this post so that other moms and other parents and other caregivers can also learn on how we can get our kids to be healthy yeah, and eat healthy. So go ahead, tell us a little bit about what we're going to be doing. Okay, so a lot of times when kids are not eating the food that you want them to eat, it's because food is power, mm -hmm. right? So the power behind... I'm not going to eat. Everybody pays a lot of attention exactly, to me. Exactly. And then, and a lot of times they have texture issues mm -hmm. and they don't like very strong taste. Kids have more taste buds than adults. Okay. So one of the things that happens is that what tastes like to us is a little bit sweet, tastes to them really, really sweet. Um, kids on the spectrum especially, especially have this. So that's why at Stars we have to work on this a little bit more. A little bit more. But I got three kids and only one of them is on the spectrum. And she's not the pickiest of the eaters. <laughs> and we know, right, as parents, that we try everything. And you were right. You do have a good point. The more they don't eat, the more attention we give them that they're not eating. So the idea that you have today and we've shared with our kids here at school is a great idea. And I love it. And that's yes. why when we wanted to do our second segment, we're like, we have to do it on nutrition. Because this is something that affects all of us. And honestly, not just our kids, but even us. And yes. we were actually talking about that before the segment started. Nutrition is so important. And I think the older we get we get this even more. So I'm really happy to be doing this today. I can't wait. So let's get started. Tell us what we're going to be doing. Okay, so this is an exercise called Taste the Rainbow. You can do this on one day, or you can do this over a period of time. Okay. So we have this fun little rainbow mm -hmm. that we make, and you can just draw it. You can print them out too, but, mm -hmm. um, and right. we, put diff we put all the colors of the rainbow across the top, and they have to fill in the circle when they, they try eat, they that try food. It. So the best part about, you know, the food that we eat, there's lots of different things. So if the kids like sweet, you can start with the fruits and then move over to the sweeter vegetables and then move them into stuff that's a little bit more, you know, pungent or sour. But if they like sour, you can start on that side. Mm. So you can really start where, where they are mm. and not just like, oh, you have, have to, to have this. Right. And I really like that. And that's one of the things why I feel that this really works is because we're not 
putting the pressure of you need to try this is something new they've never seen it they've, they the smell is foreign to them they don't understand it but we're really starting on something that they already like even if it's a color that they like that the fruit has and you're like okay you know your favorite color is red so this is what you can you can try and I love this um, and one of the ideas that you were saying as well was not only doing circles but they can do stickers right you can put stickers all the way across so they can really feel like they're getting accomplished right and then they can get something at the end mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I'll do with a lot of my clients like okay you're gonna do this for a week and if you get this many stickers you can go to the zoo exactly. or you can go do some activity I don't like to make food a reward for food um, I like to make you know food a separate thing mm -hmm. because they when you say if you eat this you can have dessert right it puts a lot of power into the well I don't want dessert or right. and we you, say that oh, all the time and we and we, we also get all the time. where we think that dessert yes. is what you get after every meal right. and if the idea right. is to not is to be putting really good food in you shouldn't be getting a reward for having good food by having bad food. Exactly, and we do that all the time. Oh, I yeah. know I do that all the time. I am so. not going to say that I've never done it. <laughs> we definitely use that every so often we do, we when do. you are really working. We do, because we know the kids love dessert, but you're right. You're right. We should not be saying, if you eat this, you're going to have a cupcake. You're going to get to have ice cream after. We should really be saying, hey, by the end of the week, if you've tried this color in the rainbow, we're going to be able to do this. We're going to be able to do that. So I love and that idea. And the beauty of this is also you can start where they are. If for them this is like crazy, they would never eat any of this, you can start with picking it up. Mm -hmm. You can start with smelling it. You can start with just tasting it but not chewing it. So you can really progress where they are right. to where you want them to be and to make it super fun mm -hmm. because when you put food as, as a stressor as a stressor and frustration because we get upset we get frustrated we're like you have to eat you're not eating so it becomes this job that these kids feel like they have to do with rather we can have something like this on the fridge yeah. and the kids could be seeing their you know what they're succeeding and really let's let's address maybe a parent saying well I really don't want to reward them for something that they should be doing either way we're just trying the food but think about it this way if we're actually encouraging them and doing something fun for them to eat rather than making it a stressor, they're going to want to pick up and eat because they're getting rewards. All kids, even us, we love rewards. Exactly. So let's think of it that way, that we're incentivizing them to try to pick up, to smell it. And the thing is, too, you can always stretch it further and further. If you've got a super picky eater and you have to do it like every time you have one thing, you get, you know, to play for an extra five minutes or what mm -hmm. you can make the rewards small right. or you can make the rewards big at the end so you can stretch it out further and further right. and really be able to do it in a positive where right. they're choosing right like you're not going to get punished if you don't try exactly. it I'm not going to get upset if you don't because I think that's a big thing too Miss Jimmy I think that a lot of us I mean because we're parents we want them to eat we want them to be healthy but I think for the kids a lot of the feedback especially from the older kids we have here a lot of times like well my parents always get mad if I don't eat and that's what we don't want. Right. We, we spend so much time on this negative energy, right? Instead of making it more like, okay, well, you tried it, so now I'm happy. So the next time, the child's going to want to pick it up and, and do more because now they want to see you happy. Right. And the thing is, is that people work much better with positive reinforcement. Right. Adults, kids, everybody Everyone. works better with positive reinforcement right. than negative. You put the negative on there, then they're, not, then they're like, okay, well, I'm you know I'm not gonna do right. it but then there's the fight and then there's the whatever if you're just like 
oh, these are your options. Leave it on the table. Right. See what they choose. You don't have to make a huge display like this, but like, hey, today's going to be this is gorgeous. red and orange. And you right. just put them on there and say, okay, if you try these things, then we get to put another sticker on. Exactly. We get to add it up. And, and the time that you're spending in doing that is the same amount of effort you were spending if you're getting upset. Yeah. So let's, let's kind of twist it. And that's why I love this idea. And it's helped so many of our parents because we're making it fun. It even helps the adults. From the feedback that I've been receiving, it helps adults also try new things and encourage because now the children are watching and they're like, okay, I'll try it too. Well, the other thing that happens it. a lot of the time is that parents also tell kids what they're not going to like, mm. right? Like, they'll be like, oh, don't eat that lemon. You don't like lemon. You wouldn't like it. It's too sour. So then the kid gets that idea. Automatically. Maybe when they were two, maybe when they were three, they picked up this idea, and then they're going to use that for everything right. that looks like right. maybe it might be too sour, right? right? So if you can say to them, like, hey, we're all going to try these things. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when I work with families, we it's not just the picky eater. Because the picky eater came from somewhere. Right. Usually the parents are a little bit picky. Mm -hmm. They have, you know, the ideas behind the food get Correct. there. So you have to, like, work through your own stuff as well as, you know, your it's kids' It's a family stuff. effort. It's yes. definitely a family effort. But it actually has a positive outcome rather than continuing the negative outcome. Exactly. So tell us a little bit. So what do we have here? What are we so doing So in the red category today, mm -hmm. we have strawberries and uh, red, red peppers. sweet peppers. Mm. So these are both pretty sweet. The, the thing that's nice about this is these are soft and these are hard, mm -hmm. right? So it, different textures can help I love that. Kids. I love that. I love that because, you know, not everybody has to like the red pepper. No. But you might like the strawberry. So right. And them you that can balance. use any of the reds. So I you can, that. you know, use uh, raspberries. You can use anything that falls in this category. It's easy to see. This is beautiful. Okay. And? So then we have oranges, orange peppers, and uh, squash. Yum. And so the other thing that's really fun is to cut your vegetables in different ways. Mm. So a spiralizer is mm -hmm. pretty cheap. Right. Ridiculously easy to use. Your kids can use it. I find that when my kids make my salad, when they use the spiralizer, they're way more likely to eat this stuff. Mm -hmm. So if they're part of the process engaged, engaged. and it's a little bit fun, you can, you know, get and them to eat it. And this is definitely something that would make it fun because they can pick the categories. I love that. I love that. So in yellow, we have golden delicious apples as well as yellow peppers. And those, both of those things, you once again, these are both crunchy, but you can really just... You right. know, the different tastes of those. The apples are a little bit more sour. You can, uh, and we also have lemons in there. Mm. So, like, you know, not like you want your kid to eat a whole lemon, but maybe right. they try it, and then maybe you try the lemon, and then you try something sweet to see the difference. Mm -hmm. So it's a great way to be able to get that in as well. I love that. I love that. Um, in green, we have green beans, grapes, and cilantro. And cilantro is like a great detoxifier, and it's kind of strong. Mm -hmm. But a lot of kids that like like that very strong taste like it. Like it. So mm -hmm. if they don't like the really sweet stuff, sometimes it's good to try the things that are sort of outside the box. With green, you can obviously go with any of Anything. the green leafy right. vegetables, you know. And it's also a lot of times in how you present it, right? If you're sitting there talking about how horrible kale is, your kid's not going to want to eat right. kale. Right. So <laughs> if you like saute your kale with right. some garlic and some butter, and mm, this is so yummy, and you like it, your husband likes it, right. your right. you know other kids are into it, then they're they're a little bit more willing to try to it. try it. So in the blue category, the only thing that there is 
is blueberries. blueberries. So they have tons of antioxidants. Um, so obviously if you're doing the chart, don't make blue to have to be as long unless as long. you want to be buying a lot of blueberries. Well, I mean, for our kids here, we see a lot of their snacks with blueberries. I think it's just because it, they're attracted to it because they're little and they look play. I mean, I know that they are sweet. Kids, they're, they're easy right. to categorize. A like lot of our kids carry. snack on blueberries. Exactly. And then purple, we have purple grapes and beets. Mm. Beets can sometimes go in between different categories. Mm, I like it like that. Yeah. I've never so, tried it like that. Oh, it's great. These you can I just buy at Publix like this. Wow. So you've got beets like this, you can throw it in See, your I'll salad. eat it like this. Right. Definitely. So, and then you can have, in the purple category, you can also have purple cabbage, mm. you can have eggplant, different stuff that, you know, is not as good raw. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we do in our house is we have rainbow soup. Mm. So I make broth. And then I have the different vegetables, and they choose what goes into their thing. I love that. Which makes it super fun for them. And I think the rainbow concept is important because kids love rainbows. Right. Kids love colors. And I love the fact that we're able to incorporate that now in other foods. That's another good idea with the soup. Yeah. That's another good idea. So then in our white category, so the, that's what the clouds the are clouds. for. I love it. So you have mushrooms and potatoes and... Mm. Any of the white vegetables, cauliflower, cauliflower, right. uh, cucumbers kind of go between white and green. Okay. But okay. so you can, those are really important nutritionally yeah, to have them. Mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms. And mushrooms are something that we always think kids don't like. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times they do. Throw, make a veggie pizza. You can make the rainbow mm -hmm. pizzas are good. I love this. So you yes. can add it to a lot of yes. parts of your, you know, daily life and make it so it's fun and that they get to make a lot of the decisions. Because mm -hmm. the more decisions they make, the better, the, the more better. likely they are to eat it. Correct. Correct. Well, I feel that this concept, and now that we've talked about it even more, you can use in different areas. Yeah. We talked about the pizza now. We talked about the soup. Um, and smoothies you, are smoothies another one. Another one. So, and really having that consistency of let's make the rainbow. What are the colors of the rainbow? And uh, and making that familiar to them. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So we're gonna be sharing this, and we're gonna have more segments on nutrition. I hope this idea yeah. is something that you guys feel that you connected with. I want you to try it and give us feedback, um, because that's what the show is about. Feedback. We want to have an interaction with you. We want to know what you guys are thinking. What you know, if your children liked it, if they didn't like it, and how we can make it better. And really, a lot of the times, we get a lot of good feedback because the ideas of having, being able to have the stickers, being able to do it with the pizza, being able to, so give us ideas. Give us ideas, give us feedback, give us other things that you're using with the rainbow so that we can then share with others because that's really what this is about. So we're really excited for this. I'm so happy you guys joined us today. I'm so happy you came. Thank you for and having me. And I'm pretty, pretty special to have someone like this on my team. So I'm really happy. She's one of our moms, and she's amazing. So we're excited, and we thank you for joining us, and we hope to uh, have you join us next time. Yes. Yes? Definitely. Next time. Bye. Happy Friday. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Stars Autism Podcast. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make your way over to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store or wherever you consume podcasts, and be sure to subscribe to our show. This way you're notified of brand new episodes. And if you haven't gone over to Facebook and liked our page yet, please do so. We sure do appreciate your support and listenership. We'll see you next time.